Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey guys, Akil here. Thanks for joining me for another episode of the Trading Coach Podcast. Just wanted to remind you that this podcast is available on essentially every podcasting app out there, both Android and Android. Apple. So make sure you enjoy, make sure you leave me a review if you like what you hear. And of course, make sure you share this episode on social media. scenario always look at the ebbs and flows right support and resistance why it's so valuable why it's the the centerpiece of my uh my trading is because it shows me the important and the non-important levels in the past which routinely become the important and non-important levels in the future unless you're one of those people that says well keel past price action has no effect on current price action right Backtesting is pointless because historical data tells you nothing about what's going to happen in the future. Um, that is true, right? Historical data won't tell you what will happen in the future. Nothing will tell us what happens in the future. But it gives you a pretty good idea. It's the best we can get. Right? Let me ask you this. Are any of you guys, um, are any of you guys, do any of you guys have employees? Right? So, right, as an employer, right, when you're looking to hire an employee, what do you typically do? Right? What do, what do you get? You get resumes, right? People apply for your job. You look through the resume, and what do you look at? You look at their employment history, you look at their skills, all the stuff they did in the past, right? Does that mean they're going to be a good employee in the future? No, it doesn't. (laughs) It doesn't, but it's the best you can get. It's the best you can get. Same thing with applying for college, right? I work at, I work at a college, right? When people apply, what do we look at? We look at grades. We look at test scores. We get plenty of people that have good grades and good test scores, and guess what? They get to college and they blow up. There are other outside elements that take into account. We have people that have, you know, bad test scores that sometimes turn out really good. But in general, People with good grades in high school, good grades, good test scores in high school typically do well in college. And you can do this comparison with so many different things. Athletes, right? When a coach drafts a player, 
into a professional sport? What do they do? They look at their past performances, right? It's the, it's the best information we, we can have. We never know what's going to happen. We never know how it's going to translate. But it's the best information we have. And the thing about the market is, one, the market is psychological, right? So important levels of the past, we can, with good measure, make a very solid prediction that they're, they're going to be important in the future. Does it mean they're going to hold? No, it doesn't mean they're going to hold, but it gives us an idea of, hey, we should at least watch for this level. And same thing with like pattern formations, right? We know that a double top works because we've seen it work in the past. We also know that it doesn't work all the time. It only works in very specific scenarios. Same things with head and shoulders, same thing with breakout patterns, same thing with anything you look at, right? We know from historical data that this particular pattern formation works. It doesn't work all the time, it works some of the time. Our job as traders in the future, I guess in the present, is to predict if this type of formation happens at this type of location, is there a better chance of it working or not working? Right? And hopefully, we, if you're a smart trader, you put yourself in a scenario where not only something has a better chance of working than not working, just based on past performance, but what, what else do we pair with that? We pair with it a positive risk reward. So again, two things we want to have when we're traders, right? We want to put ourselves in a position where we have an edge. That means what we're looking for, no matter what it is, and this comes from back testing, comes from forward testing, what we're looking for, no matter what it is, we're looking to find something that has a better chance of going in our direction than against us. Does that make sense? When I place a buy, a buy order in the market, I am saying that my prediction is that when I see this happen at this specific location, I believe, right, and my backtesting data has proven that over time, this has a better chance of going bullish to a certain point than bearish to a certain point, because that matters as well. Target selection, right? Price action, price action can go bullish. <clears throat> Excuse me. Price action can go bullish. But if your targets are off, right, it may not go bullish to the level you want it to. It may reverse before it hits your targets and you'll be in a losing trade. Same thing if you have very, very short stops. Price action may go bearish. If your stops are so, uh, too short, it may stop you out, reverse and go bullish. And it did end up doing what you predicted. It's, your stops were just too tight where you didn't give it enough room. So those are other scenarios that you put in. But with that aside, I digress, right? We want to put ourselves in a position where whatever we're trading, right, price has a better chance to go in our direction than against us. And when price action does go with our prediction, we're setting ourselves up to make more than what we would give back if it doesn't. Does that second part make sense? That's risk reward. It's basically, and this is a very simple, simple way of putting it, is basically saying something like this, right? Me and David are playing a game of heads and tails, right? With a quarter, right? Flipping the quarter, right? 
Every time it hits tails, David wins. Every time it hits heads, I win, right? David's like, sure, I'll play that. We're playing this game where, and again, it doesn't necessarily have to be this because you don't need a, a, you don't need a trading strategy with a, with a, with a positive win percentage. But let's say you do have one. Basically, this is saying that me and David are playing the game and not only is it more likely to hit heads than tails based on some reason, I don't know, but when it does hit heads, David wins $2. I give David $2 when it hits heads. When it loses, David just gives me a dollar. So David's strategy is simple. Just keep playing. Not only are the odds in his favor to hit heads more than tails, but when he does hit heads, he makes $2. When he wins, when it hits tails and he loses, he gives me a dollar. So he's making more than he wins than what he loses. So his job is simple. Akil, just keep flipping the coin all the time. Again, probably a bad example because, again, there's no, you don't have to win more than you lose in trading. But just the idea of having the edge, that's, that's what I want to get across in that example. So... Anyway, back what I was saying, read ebbs and flows all the time. Um, try to predict where price action is going to come to. I do think we're more likely to be.